Hello, Cindy. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. It's our monthly catch-up <laughs> podcast. <laughs> catch-up podcast. We should probably change the name. Um, yeah, episode nine of The Teal, a KC Current podcast. One of the few out there. Um, but Jenna, we're, we're back. How are you? I am... I am my spirit is good. My body is exhausted. It is the middle of the first full week of school for me. So I am breathing. We're good. Yeah. You? So, um I I I I I'm good trying to catch up with life and stuff. You and I were both um on vacation and we took trips this summer. Um not at the same time. We were at the in the same state but not on the same trip but we ended up visiting the same national park you went to pinnacles you went to like four national parks not just one i went to one because i'm i don't have a teacher off time but <laughs> jenna how many national parks did you go to and where uh we did four in that trip uh five total this summer but we did four in that trip which was pinnacles way underrated park in my opinion you can attest to that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty awesome and then sequoia king's canyon and yosemite all amazing such a great trip saw another bear um, in yosemite so that was fun and just really amazing times and hikes and i just love it I have pictures up all over my classroom because I just mm-hmm. needed to see it <laughs> again. Yeah, I mean, um, Sequoia was on our list. And then with, like, the whole snowstorms they had and there were, like, road closures, we just didn't want to, like, plan a big trip and then risk it. Right. Um, but were there still, like, some roads closed and stuff? There was a lot of construction. So, like, yeah. you had to devote – we drove – a lot of miles on a lot of very winding roads so it just was it was fun it was great but you had to you had to be ready for it i would say but yeah totally worth it so yeah you'll have to go back another time yeah we just make this a travel podcast does that sound good <laughs> we could you know we used to talk about soccer um or at football but yeah pentecost was awesome i loved it it was a lot of, it's like yeah it's pretty cool i got this um national park journal and i was going through them and i'm like oh my goodness i need the i was there's 63 national parks i think i've been to eight (laughs) i am that i did 23 so that was my yosemite was my 23rd so that's my life goal now is to visit every national park so yeah maybe next year i'll tag along with you and yeah that's pretty sweet pretty cool alaska's gonna be a hard one to knock out oh there's a lot up there so we'll do it and a lot of bears up there. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> they have so many. I think that's all they put up on the National Park, like, Instagram. Is yeah. um, the, is it Kadmei? I don't know how to Kadame. say it. I think it's Kadmei. There's the, it's the, we're almost to the fat bear contest. Like, I think it's October <laughs> or something. It's a real thing. Yeah. And isn't one of them where you have to go, like, on a plane to get to the park or something? Like, Yeah. Like- several of them. There's, like. Because there's like gates of the Arctic and 
There's a couple of them that you like. There's you pretty much either have to take a plane or a boat, Ooh. and like by plane, like bush plane. Ooh. Not, not we're not getting fancy. Yeah. So, no, yeah. that sounds awesome. That's so. Anyway, that's my life goals. So I'm like, what? What are my life goals? Um, buy a house? Nah. Um, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just go and visit all these national parks. And yep. Do all that. Um. Okay, so that's that's kind of what ha- has been happening in the past month. Also happening in the past month is the Women's World Cup. And uh, we are down to the finals. I I got up to watch the semifinal. The yes, Austrian Yeah, yeah, because we were like texting. But I cannot do 3 a.m. games. There's no way. <laughs> I cannot do them now that I have a real life. So, um yeah, I just looked up like in the morning, like the Spain. Um, it's been such a whirlwind. Spain played Sweden. Mm-hmm. I just like looked up the highlights of that. Which <laughs> last ten minutes, man, got it all in there. I guess. Yeah, for real. In it, it is kind of wild that it's it it feels like such a different World Cup just because we're so used to seeing the national like the U.S. women's national team be in it and still be in it and it's just it just feels like weird you know Uh, it's been a very unpredictable world cup yeah but i did say the women were not gonna win this world cup and you were like cindy and i was right i still think they had the talent to do it I would love if they still produced that documentary i have a feeling that (laughs) it's just gonna get buried um because i don't know what happened behind the scenes but something was way off so i don't I, know we'll see i don't know i it the games were just not yeah like the group games were just not managed well and then the they get to the knockout stage and they looked a little bit like themselves but when you play sweden like i think sweden has like the us figured out so well that yeah. They just know. And, I mean, also their goalkeeper was pretty awesome. So, Oh, um, my gosh. She had the game of her life. That yeah. was a big part of it. Like, there were so many good shots. And she just, she was there. Even uh-huh. if she shouldn't have been there, she got there. She was there. Uh, so, yeah, that was crazy. That but was crazy. It's... I was glad that they at least got that level of play. Uh-huh. It sucked. That ending was terrible. Alyssa Nair should be allowed to go on by herself because she just <laughs> like man there should be a statue of a listener um serious, serious. but yeah yeah i don't know that was i'm glad they got that level of play though because the other group games were not uh-uh. what they were capable of so well the netherlands game was good like yeah it was better yeah but the portugal was a mess yeah and even Vietnam wasn't that convincing. So it just was, it was still, I mean, they got the win, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's crazy. But here we go, Spain and England. Let's yeah. see what happens. Let's see what happens. Jenna, who's going to win the World Cup? I would like England to win as much as that pains me to say. 
I really liked um I I think I told you to like turn on the Twitch um yeah. Men and Blazers. Uh highly recommend. I hope they do a final one for that cuz I will do that again. Just mute the TV, put the Twitch Men and Blazers with Sam uh Mewis on and I think I liked what Janine Becky said of like I just can't root for either team. I just mm-hmm. rooting for women's football that it just is a good game. So Yeah. Know. Should be good. Yeah, I'm. The cool thing is that there is there's going to be a new World Cup champion, which you know it's yeah. since 1991. It's been the U.S. or Germany or Japan, and I think Norway won it one time. So there really hasn't been like anyone besides those. And when Japan got knocked out by Sweden, you're like, oh, okay, so there's going to be a new one. I was hoping Australia would have gotten to the final, but that was so sad to, um, yeah, I was hoping so too. I know. I mean, yeah. I, I got, I actually didn't get up until like halfway through, I think I got up at like six and then that's when the second half started. And I was like, Oh man, England's winning. And then like a few minutes later, um, Sam Kerr just had that amazing. That was insane. I know it was, it was so good. And then, yeah, and then England just kind of destroyed yeah. them. And England just kind of struggled with the counterattacks, too. Oh, not England, I'm sorry. Australia, Australia yeah. struggled with the counterattacks. And you had Alana Kennedy, who was out. And so that puts that hurts your defense because she's so good back there. But yep. uh, it would have been cool to see Australia go, I think, out of all the four that were in there. Um, I think Australia was the one that I was pulling for the most, but um, I was listening to um, it's the, it's like, I can't, I, I can't remember the name of the exact podcast and I should. And I think if I go back and look at it, but it's Rebecca Lowe, which she does a lot of work for English premiere for NBC sports. And then the actor who plays beard on um, Ted Lasso. So they have like a podcast together. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, it's on, I'll have to find it, but, yeah, she was just talking about um, just how much it means for for women to see the lionesses get to the stage because, you know, football's big there in England. Like, it's life, and as it is in a lot of these countries. And, you know, they, they the women don't quite get what the attention or, you know, like the men's team. And this is common throughout the world when it comes to women's football like it's just you know there's men's there's the men and then you know just below it is the women which is that's the sad reality and um there's changes and there's been changes with like federations and equal pay and and even just what like australia did um where it's such a huge like rugby country football rules whatever they have down there Mm -hmm. um and they you know the team like capture like the whole nation and they're showing like replays of of like these areas full when like exploding when Sam Kerr's like scores a goal. So you're like, it's cool to see, you know, because when you think about soccer here in the U S we don't think so much about the men. We think about like the dominance of the U S women who have been dominant for so long and just them winning world cups and what that means and watching like, you know, when we were kids and watching the 99 world cup and then grow it. So it's just cool to see that like other countries are, catching up in a way um yeah. 
so anyway, back to the podcast, you know, Rebecca Lowe got, um, she got a little choked up on the podcast. She, she's like, this means a lot. And even her dad, who hasn't been so huge into women's soccer, he's, you know, he's excited to be cheering for them. He asked her, he asked her like what time the game is and if she's going to be watching. So, yeah. Um, the podcast is on her turf, I think. Is what yeah, that's what turf. it was. Yeah. Um, I just got the notification for some reason on my phone and I was like, oh, listen to it. Um, but yeah, it's cool to see because, like, yeah, there's controversies and there's issues. And I don't know why people don't like the English team. I could see why Spain and why it's, everyone feels like this conflict in their hearts to cheer for Spain because of everything going on with their coach. Mm-hmm. And so there's this, like, okay, if they win, he's going to get so much of the credit and elevate it. And there's just so much turmoil and drama going on with that federation and, and, those, and everything. But at the same time, like, if they win, this is a player. I would hope the focus would be more on the players. But his tactics are the ones that are working. So you're like, ah. Yeah, I don't. It, it would be interesting to hear from some of the Spanish players after this World Cup that were with him on there. Just because, I don't know. It just seems, yeah, it's not good. Um, they've been put in such a tough position, uh, and they're exceeding in spite of him. Um, and so hopefully whatever happens, hopefully that they're able to get changes for their federation. Um, and it's not just the coach, it's the federation too, that has not valued them. Mm -hmm. Um, and like going back to the English, I feel like. They just have done so well in so many major tournaments that, like, for the U.S., we played them in the 2019 semis. Um, I think there's just so many big games that we've played them in. Like, that's that's what I have a hard time, like, <laughs> I've rooted against you so many times. <laughs> this is hard to change. Uh, yeah. No. But, yeah, two totally different reasons of why it's hard to root for the different teams sometimes. Yeah. But um, I think I think Spain is going is going to be a huge world like one of those good teams. I just don't want them to win this year just because of everything with their head coach, and it's just hard to cheer for you know success for someone like that. Um, yeah. But you're also you're like, oh, but the players. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That'd be so weird to like be going to a world cup and you don't like your coach <laughs> right you have to be stuck with him for like a whole month even longer because they've done training but anyway but um i think it'd be cool to see england win there's obviously some ties to nwsl with like rachel daly used to play here in the nwsl um i think that she's been getting some good playing time which mm-hmm. is cool to see mm-hmm I yeah. think that's it too. I don't. I think the rest play in the WSL. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's been cool. Um, interesting, like commentary that I heard after the U.S. women after the U.S. women lost. There was a lot, like a lot of these players need to go to Europe, and you know the NWSL is not working. And I'm just like, when did the narrative change? I thought the NWSL was the league, um, and now we're blaming the league. I feel like there was a huge like turn towards the league like oh it's it's still it's i'm like i don't i don't think this is it i don't think that's it I don't, we can't blame 
the domestic league and now there's going to be like this and like this search for like some of the women to go overseas like to England or but besides like yeah I don't agree that the end of like that no so many things went wrong in the build-up to this world cup even at the olympics like it's not the league they no they didn't play like if you had taken that world cup team in the group games the way that they played and put them against any of the nwsl teams they would have still lost like something just wasn't there's something else that's wrong behind the scenes i don't yeah yeah no i agree so that's that's why i thought it was a bizarre like comedy analysis commentary where I'm like, wait a second. For a long time I've been praising the NWSL as the league to be a part of. Um and I don't really pay much attention to, you know, the European leagues. Only when like Champions League is on. But even then, I mean for so long it was mostly um the rain team oh, is that what Leon. Yeah. Yeah. They dominated for so long and it just got boring. Um and then lately it's been Barcelona so I think this past year we're like like I said I don't pay much attention but I I I think blaming the NWSL is like blaming the L yeah it it was weird I I think I had to be like what when did the narrative change when did we start thinking the NWSL is a problem um well and it's it's interesting another World Cup podcast with Tobin Heath and Christian Press they had Don Scott on there um, and she was talking about all of like the sports science data behind that. And she mentioned that the NWSL players that were in the World Cup squad, like when they, because uh, she worked with the US Women's National Team with that, their playing load from the NWSL to the national team was pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. So, like, they didn't have to worry about, um, like ramping players up to national team performance and then sending them back to clubs where she went over and worked with, was it England? Did she work with England? Mm-hmm. She went over and worked with England and she said the loads from the WSL to the English national team were drastically different. The WSL loads were so much lower and that's the style of game and stuff too. But like, I don't think the NWSL is that far out. It's different, but uh, that's not. There were a lot of interesting commentaries after the U.S. went out that were just not on track. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I don't. Which is what you're going to do when, like, a highly successful national team doesn't win, doesn't get as far as they needed to. But I'm like, this, this was not the 2019 team. This was a completely Not different cool. team. So, the way younger team, and some players, older players that probably shouldn't have been there. Like, okay, like Megan Rapino, like, I, I mean, even Alex Morgan getting as much playing time as she did. That was also like just bizarre. And, and, and it's easy to obviously blame the head coach, but a, it's, a lot of people fail to realize that a lot of these veteran players that have been a part of the national team for so long have a lot of power um and they actually do have a lot of say and i mean just read that caitlin murray book about (laughs) the national team and you're like oh like 
some coaches have lost their jobs because of of players. Like it's, I, I mean, it, Morgan has some power on on that team, and so does Rapino. I mean, when you're not playing so well and you still make the national team, that has nothing to do with your NWSL play. That has more like seniority, kind of like, hey, been a part of, so I'm going to be part of. Yeah, there's so many layers to it that the head coach doesn't have total control when it comes down to it. Yeah, yeah, which is, but, um, so speaking of Vladko Ananovsky, looks like he's, his resignation is going to be announced tomorrow. This is according to the Athletic, so no surprise. Um, probably he should have, they should have let him go or after the Olympics just because the showing there wasn't so great. But, um, yeah, no, no surprise there that Vladko is going to go on, so, or resign. Um, and they probably were waiting until, like, the World Cup stuff died down a little bit, too. So, um, I don't know. But it sounds like just from a U.S. soccer perspective, like, the youth teams aren't doing good. So it's not just, like, the senior team's fault. Like, it seems like there's a lot going on within U.S. soccer that needs to be there needs to be attention. Like I think the youth teams haven't won World Cup in a while, so um, it's wild. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Which hot take? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hot take. But my <laughs> prediction: I think Vladko is the next KC coach, but I could be wrong. I have no idea. I think he's <laughs> gonna land somewhere. Um. I think wherever he lands. It's going to take a little adjustment just because I think even if the head coach doesn't have all the final say, I think he's still going to get a lot of heat from the fallout. Um, So hopefully wherever he lands, whether that's Casey or not, it gives him a chance to kind of reset and refresh and Mm -hmm. go on from there. Well, I mean, and he's a good club head coach. Um, there's just a lot of pressure with the U.S. national team. There is so much. I mean, anybody who takes that job, you are expected to succeed and win Olympics and World Cups. If you don't do that, you know, it's and he didn't. That's an automatic, oh, they didn't go well. But, um, I mean, Joe Ellis got lucky, honestly, because of the talent she had. And I think Tony did a lot more than we realized. <laughs> Just throwing that out there with what he's done with Australia. That's, that, that's very true. That, that's very true. Um, the head, which his Jill said that Jill Ellis said that. Um, what's his last name? Gustav uh, Tony Gustafson. Yeah, uh, that's my closest guess. Not looking at it. Yeah, yeah, mine too. But he's. I mean, he coached Australia into to the semifinal and going to go play for third place, but. His name will probably be up there for U.S. national team things, according to Joe Ellis, and he should be hired. But, yeah, I think that. Oh, man. Uh, Joe. Good old Joe. Um, she drove me nuts a lot of the times with three-back system. Yeah, she tried a lot, but <laughs> it just never worked. <laughs> it never worked. Um, okay, but anyway, Vladko, good club head coach. Um and I mean, Mark Parsons for the Washington Spirit. He had it. He had it sometime in with the Netherlands, and it didn't go well. And then he comes back to the to the NWSL. I mean, wins championships at Portland. I think two. Yeah, 
at least yeah yeah two yeah the portland thorns what they went to and there was no championships shields whatever and then he gets the job the head coaching job at the netherlands doesn't quite work out and now he's back in the nwsl coaching the washington spirit and the spirit are doing fairly well too so um you know, some coaches are just meant to be club coaches and some are meant to be national team head coaches. And, you know, that's how life is. I still, I don't, I, I know we differ on whether or not we really want Vlatko to come, but he hasn't won any club things since FC Kansas City in 2015. Mm. Um, he's done well with the rain. He did well, but like, the win percentage it shows is only 43%. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But we also... We, we can only go up, though, so... Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But, I mean, you look at Laura Harvey. She's considered one of the, you know, highly respected head coaches. Has has a win percentage. Like, she's been very successful with, at least with the rain, at least back. And then, but quite hasn't won like and then there was no championship or anything so i don't know yeah and i know a lot of people want her for the u.s women's national mm-hmm. team but i don't know that i really agree that that's the fit either i don't know we don't know we don't know that's what it comes down to <laughs> we're just talking here at this point um all right so we talked world cup things and stuff for the past 25 minutes because look kind of what we've been talking about because the nwsl has been kind of in a um world a break for for the world cup but no not because we've also seen challenge play happen and you know that's a good idea because and the current are um they go and they have clinched the central division and are now going to host a challenge cup semifinal on september 6th um hosting north carolina courage Jenna, considering how the current have had a pretty abysmal 2023 NWSL season, they're kind of like a whole different team when it comes to NWSL Challenge Cup play, which is wild. Yeah, it and it's so hard because the games have been scattered throughout, so you kind of like forget that some of those highs were the Challenge Cup highs, and so we're not in a bad place for the Challenge Cup. Um, and that last, the game against Racing Louisville, Louisville which is where they cri- uh, clinched, sorry, mm-hmm. they clinched that uh, semifinal berth was a 3-0 win, and it was a good win. So, like, it just, that was refreshing to see. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Racing, uh, I guess I, they only had one with the U.S. Women's National Team, but they had several with um, other teams. So they were missing uh, some players for racing mm-hmm. in that game because of the uh, World Cup. But still, uh, they were still a strong team, but mm-hmm. it just it just really clicked. So that was cool. Gives me a little more hope for the Courage um, game against, uh, against the Courage for the Challenge Cup. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, so, yeah, past, past month-ish has just been Challenge Cup play. We've and they won um, against Houston, and then they had a draw in Chicago, and then they came back to Kansas City, big night on July 22nd, and just won. Like, Kristen Hamilton had the first hat trick in club history. Yeah. 
which was super cool. Um, what else happened? Um, that was just a lot that happened. Because that was the Houston game in July. Yes. Um, uh, July 22nd? Yes. Yep. Right. yep. And then the Chicago tie. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the racing. That was, I'm trying to look who scored real fast for that. Uh, Hamilton had a brace. Yes. Um, and then Mace had one in the 90th. Yeah. So Hamilton's just been, uh, whatever Hamilton is doing well, Casey's doing well. So it's been good to see her back mm-hmm. um, kind of slowly getting <clears throat> people off that injury list. But I really want to know when Di Bernardo and Gatra are going to be good again from concussions because they've been out for a while with it. So, yeah. So they, Di Bernardo is doing, was doing some passing drills yesterday. But she, and but she's still working her way back, which I'm like must have been a really gnarly concussion. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, Katra, did I say it right? You did, good job. Thank you. Um, <laughs> she also was out with the concussion, so I'm like, oh. And then, um, yeah. And then, so they're training, but who knows if they'll be cleared for stuff. Um. Dabinia is back. She was in training. Labogier, Hannah Glass, and Desiree Scott were doing some testing. And then, but Labogier was doing more in practice and getting close to a game day roster. So it looks like a lot of these players that they've been missing are going to slowly like return and stuff. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, Kristen Hamilton is, 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 is is doing pretty well, especially when it comes to Challenge Cup play. I think she also just set a record or like tied Dabinia's record for most goals. Um, yeah, I remember up, that too. Mm-hmm. In the Challenge Cup, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe she has the most for the whole entire 2023 Challenge Cup. Um, and so, yeah, they just they just look least. I don't. It seems like. The focus is the Challenge Cup for them. Um, and and who knows what will happen with the season. But um, the end of his whole season returns this weekend. And the current are going to host OL Reign. So I think at first we're like, oh, they'll be missing a lot of their national teamers. They'll be gone. The U.S. national teamers, they'll be at the World Cup. And then it's like, oh, they might be back. Um, so... Yeah. We'll see. It seems like quite a few of the national, at least the U.S. women are taking some time as they should um, to kind of recoup. But I don't, it'll be interesting with like Canada because um, they were out early as well. I don't know when like players are kind of trickling back in. So we'll see what their report looks like uh, for Friday. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I, I saw. Dan Lauletta from the Equalizer, he reported that Kelly O'Hara was like was expected to be back with Gotham this weekend, but not Lynn Williams. Um, so it, it might be like case by case basis at this point. Um, but it looks like Dabinia will probably come back and be on the squad for this weekend. So yeah, so and Wheel Sales regular season returns this weekend the ho- the current will host 
um, O.L. Rain at Children's Mercy Park. They are expecting to break the attendance record. I believe they were at 11,500 and counting. Um, so it's inspiring, inspiring women night. So they're going for another attendance record. And let's just see how they'll break it. I can't remember what the record is, but it's up there. Um, so, yeah. Kind of weird to like shift back to like we've been fo- we've been doing nothing but Challenge Cup play for the past month, and then it's like, oh wait, season is back. It's kind of a late push now for a lot of teams, as we're like in a crunch time. I think the season ends like early October, and so how how Kansas City translates how they've been doing the Challenge Cup to regular? It's, they're just like two different teams. I'm like, why can't you guys just? <laughs> why can't you just play like your challenge cup selves in the regular season <laughs> i guess if we can't have both of them be good i'd rather just have one not be clicking so yeah. um and at this point like the challenge cup has a good prize money to it so the season is kind of already not gonna i don't know if there's a way for them to get into playoffs for the season yeah, um, I think a lot of things would have to go wrong for other teams and go really well for mm-hmm. us. Um, but I think it's if they want to have that one thing to focus on, I'll take it. Yes, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean it's basically a miracle on the pitch kind of thing where they're gonna have to win every single game from now on, and it's a little daunting with the schedule, especially when you have OL rain this weekend um, at home. Um, so yeah. The current have won four of their last six games in all competitions. They've had that huge 3-0 win against Louisville. And they have scored three goals in each of their last two home games, which is the first time they ever do that. So, But, you know, OEL Reign seems a pretty good team. They have clean sheets in their last two games. They won over the Wave and a draw in Portland. I think that helped Kansas City kind of clinch um, home field for Challenge Cup. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So thank you, Portland. We don't say that often, but we'll <laughs> give you that one. Portland, thank you. <laughs> we, pre- we appreciate you this one time. <laughs> <laughs> don't get used to it. <laughs> don't get used to it. Um. Yeah, so big game on Friday. Um. Yeah. Rain number two, they're run number two, aren't they? Oh, number two. Let's look at the standings. Now they are. Uh, oh, I'm in the challenge cup play. Four. Oh. Yeah. Poor Courage Kansas. is first uh, mm. with 26. No well, way. Yeah. Courage has been on a, a, like an under the radar tear. They have been rocking it. So. Stinking Courage. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I chose the wrong time to, to switch my alliances. <laughs> but <laughs> wow. fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Courage are first with 26. Portland with 25. Uh, New Jersey, New York, Gotham FC with 25. OL Rain, 24. Washington Spirit, 24. San Diego, 21. Racing, 19. Orlando, 19. Houston, 18. Angel City, 17. Chicago, 16. And Casey with 15. If we win everything from here on out, we could get 36 points. There you go. So, we're not totally out of the playoffs, but it's, um, yeah. 
we'll see. It can happen, Jenna. You have to believe. Come on, we watched Ted Lasso. You got to believe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally possible. <laughs> um, yeah, so cool, cool thing that season's back. Kind of exciting to feel like soccer never stop, stop, stops, which is the great thing about this sport. It's like, well, we got into this all season. We got the World Cup. We have MLS. We have Premier League back. Just that's my life. Like, we never get an off season because we're always constantly watching something. Um, not complaining. Not complaining at all. Um. So rain. Big old rain. Come to big old rain. <laughs> get it? <laughs> You're so funny. I am so funny. That's a Friday game. Be there. That's gonna be cool. Super cool. Um. Other little news. The current got in trouble for using a charter flight. Did you read that? I did. That was so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> you're going to find them for using a charter flight. And then you're going to try to not announce the fine. Like, oh, my gosh, NWSL. I know. Uh, somebody, like, redid the logo and, like, enlarged the L for you know, you've taken an L on this one. Um, <laughs> and I really appreciated that. It's like, what in the heck? And you cannot get to Louis- Louisville from Kansas City direct. Like, it's not possible. No. Uh, it's crazy. You go through crazy airports with crazy. It's just like, seriously? Yeah. It was, yeah, so wild. You're like, what? Was that, you're finding teams for taking care of their players and doing <laughs> a good thing? What and are we doing? That makes no sense. And it was more of a fine than some of the teams got for the all of the things they did wrong in that were detailed in the Yates report. Like what? Yeah, no. Explain, please. I know. So wild. Yeah. But okay. But hey, I guess it's okay to be a rebel sometimes. And I mean, if you're getting in trouble for something like this, whatever. I'm sure Kansas City's like, well, whatever. I think that's what pretty much they said. Like we were looking out for our players, guys. Come on. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. Um, What else in Kansas City news? Briefly here, there was a partnership with United Way of Greater Kansas City as the official charity partner. So, um, Yeah, that's all I know. You, you know more than me. Good job. Thank you. That was just, it was just announced today and then there was like a, a media thing and I haven't listened to it, but um. Kristen yeah. Hamilton was in the NWSL Best 11 for July. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah. That was cool, cool. Um, and then what else? NWSL-wise, it looks like the NWSL and the Players Association are arbitration. For oh, free. I saw that. Yep. Oof. We got to read more on that. I don't know much about that. That's all I know. Hopefully they do something about the chartered flights in there. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah, like... Oh, a, a t- club taking care of their play. Oh, making sure their players get safely to a spot, and the owners charting a jet for them. Which I'm like, don't ML doesn't M- doesn't every sports club do that kind of? I don't know. Somebody, I don't. I need to look at it more. But somebody posted there was something about um, there was just like an internal memo, basically mm-hmm. giving listing out the rules for when you could or couldn't use a charter. Um, which is basically like never, and it just is weird. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But 
whatever whatever yep. whatever whatever all right um i think i think this is all jenna i mean we cover the big things world cup talk um challenge cup kind of cool to see kansas city be in a semifinal and playing for something this season because the season is um <laughs> yeah um but hey next year's gonna be cool because new stadium and exciting and i can't wait for the next city it looks really cool just from like yeah it'll be pretty sweet and it should fill up almost every time from yeah. now too <laughs> and i was like oh we're gonna need more room here um but that's exciting that's exactly what you want and they'll probably have to expand so which yeah. I think was is the plan. Yeah, it kind of looks like it was built to expand onto, which I think they're so. forward thinking enough. They should have. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we got our season tickets. That's exciting. Did. Um, I think I still owe you. I'm sorry. I'll pay you at some point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well, it'll happen. It's fine. My brain has been like, Whoa. sorry. Yeah, the other day, yesterday, I got a notification that I forgot to make a payment for something, and I was like. That makes sense. It was when I was on vacation and I completely just forgot everything. When you're on vacation, your brain just like shuts off. As it should. As it should. So that was something else I did where I was like, my, I I think I double booked myself because I was on vacation. Oh, it was to see the Barbie movie. Great movie, by the way. Go watch it. Um, Anyway, just rambling now. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all we got. You're not going to be at the game on Friday. But I'm going to be at the game on Friday. So go KC. Go KC. Make sure you go because it looks like another attendance record is going to be broken. That's exciting. And, yep, that's all we got. Thanks for listening to our catch-up episode. That's all. (laughs) 